Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. KRTV says that two legally blind filmmakers, Jennifer Robinson and Chandra Shesky, are shedding light on the lack of people with disabilities in both the film and television industries. The two filmmakers have created a special five-minute movie to speak out and accomplish this goal. Chandra and Jennifer are here to talk about that movie. Welcome to the show, everyone. Yes, thank you. Yes, thanks. (laughs) Great to be here. Yeah. Jennifer and Chandra, why don't you tell us about yourselves? Um, I'll go first. Uh, My name is Chandra. It's actually Shay Shay. Um, Shay Shay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I am from Great Falls, Montana, um, and I'm legally blind, low vision. I uh, have a guide dog named Ben, and he comes from the uh, wonderful school guide dogs for the blind. And I'm a, I I would say I'm a full-time artist, mostly in film. Uh, I love directing, uh, producing, acting, uh, basically anything you could probably put me in a a spot for. I, I absolutely love doing it. If I get an opportunity, I go for it. So Jennifer, Why do you think there's this lack of people with disabilities working on both television and movies? Um, Well, I think one of the problems is that a lot of people think that, oh, well, it's fine just to get an able-bodied person to uh, do the role for a blind person, which the problem with that is oftentimes you don't get an authentic performance out of it. I see. Shay Shay, how do you and Jennifer speak out and shed light on this issue? I heard you guys have done something special to address this. Um, well, I mean, we've we're doing we did the film challenge, the Easter Seals film challenge this year, and um we decided to work with like what six other blind people. There was seven of us in total. Yeah, seven of us in total who were blind. Um, working through uh, this um, group called Access Acting Academy, ran by a woman named Marilee Talkington. Mm-hmm. Uh, she founded this, this organization a couple years back, and she invited us to, you know, be sponsored under her to go do the Easter Seals Film Challenge. And we decided, hey, well, let's do a film that kind of represents, you know, what we feel about um, service animals because they're not often talked about. So um, we decided we're going to do that because this year's was a mockumentary. So (laughs) like we figured, Hey, why not do something that is, you know, good natured, but also brings across a very, very important topic during a time as, as when a pandemic is going on. Yes. Because we believe that one of the least seen groups during this pandemic is the disabled especially those with service animals, because a lot of people we've seen, they're losing their service animals because they can't work or they're having trouble even getting new service animals. And it's just, it's a messy situation. 
and we wanted to shed some light on the difficulties that are there in a lighthearted way. We're going to get to that film in just a minute, but let's back up to the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge. Jennifer, what's this contest all about? Well, this contest, it's a way for disabled filmmakers, both in front of and behind the camera, to have a chance to have their moment to shine and prove that there is a place in the business for people with disabilities. I see. So it's that contest that showcases the talent of filmmakers with disabilities like yourselves. Before we talk more about this exciting contest and get into your little movie, Jennifer, why do you think it's totally possible for the blind to have roles in TV and film? If I'm going to be completely honest, because I have actually done it. I've I've done roles in student films. I did theater back in college. Um, I did the film challenge. So, I mean, I'm almost completely blind. And if I can do this, I think anybody could. Yeah, I mean, we're from, both of us are from Montana. We're in a place where there's a smaller population and we're getting both out there, you know, living together as roommates, you know, best friends. We've been friends for about 20 years, you know, so we've been working from, you know, a more remote location because the fact of the towns being smaller, but we are still doing it. So it is possible no matter where you are, if you really want to do something within the business, you can, you just have to want it. So doesn't matter if you're in a big city or a small town or really out in the middle of nowhere. If you want to give this a try, you can do it. Absolutely. Especially in this day and age with all the technology that's at your fingertips, you can make a movie with an iPhone. One of our um, people actually uh, is international. He's all the way from India. Um, His name is Shashank. And he spent long hours doing uh, filming with us at a much different time zone than we were, but because he was so engaged and so willing to be a part of it, you know, as a visually impaired person himself, it was an amazing experience. I mean, seriously, we, we had a really great time doing it. Uh, fabulous. Fabulous. Cause years ago, if this was 1995, you would have had to develop the film, take it far away on a plane to get it back and forth. You've got email now, you've got YouTube, and you can upload so many little films much more quickly. Absolutely. It's it's just amazing how technology has evolved for that. And now, it's getting better and oh, better, too. Oh, oh, yeah, totally. Everything's being done even in the cloud. Now back to the contest. Jennifer and Shay Shay, you and many additional people and teams produced five-minute original movies. Both of you produced, with a little bit of help from your guide dogs, their names are Ben and Garfield. Yes. I love those names. <laughs> you produced the film called Service, a documentary. Get it? Documentary? <laughs> I just love that title. Not a doc, but dog. Yeah. We, what was yeah, the film okay. about? Well, the film itself is about... Uh, three service animals that 
are struggling to deal with the pandemic as well as their owners and the animals and the humans are all going a little nutty from being cooped up. And some of them are going through identity crisis. One woman wants to marry her cat. (laughs) There's all sorts of funniness in it. Lots of puns, lots of pop culture references. What kinds of pop culture references? Well, um, the most uh, prominent is we've got a character played by the before-mentioned Shashank. His name is Al Pet Chino. Lots of puns. <laughs> and he does he does great impressions. And he is a his character is a dog trainer who uh, is very eccentric. And then the other prominent one would be my character believes that they are in the matrix. So I get an idea to, or I mean, I get an opportunity to do a little bit of martial arts, or at least I did in the outtakes. Yeah. Not much of it made it into the finals. But there was a spoon. There was a spoon. (laughs) And I had my matrix trench coat and got to go sliding into a room. Always fun to do stunts. I love doing stunts. <laughs> so we have an Al Petchino instead of Al Pacino. And then we've also got uh, uh, one person who played Keanu Reeves in a jacket. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. It, you know, it's just to kind of emphasize in a way that feeling trapped, you know, within the confines of, you know, the pandemic. It, it, it has felt very... Um, you know, entrapping. So to em- you kind of express that in a kind of a funny way to, to express something real, but not so seriously kind of brings out, you know, the understanding that, Hey, this is a thing, but we're not, we're not going to make you feel like you're terrible about having to see it. Yes. Oh yeah. And we also have James Bond or James Bones, should I say? Yeah. James Bones. Uh, <laughs> ben played James Bones, a dog who's a service animal during the day and a secret agent at night. Mm, bones. And Garfield was bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, but didn't you have a vet named Dr. Pepper? Like yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that was a funny one. She's Annette is a really great, great yes. actress. She she pulled that off in like little to no time. It was she was really amazing. Um, I, you know, I couldn't believe how how great she did in her part. You know, some of her outtakes were just absolutely hilarious. Yes, <laughs> this sounds like a movie that could be viewed on the Hallmark Channel. Probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is quite a good film. Well, thank the public you. must have really viewed, liked, and shared your movie. Have they? Have they? Have there been a lot of hits? Um, we, we've gotten a decent amount. Um, I think at last know. count it was 620 something maybe. Yeah. On YouTube, I think. On YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, we've gotten quite a bit of exposure. I would, I would say not, not like exceptionally a lot, but it's, a, you know, it's, it makes you feel good about yourself yes. when people actually come in and they view it and they like it or they comment, you know, it's just, I know that we've gotten a lot of praise from a lot of the other participants that were in the Easter seals, people who were doing other films and stuff. They, they would say, Hey, your film was great, you know, and stuff like that. So it, it made us really feel good to know that we actually did a great job. We didn't get nominated, 
you know, we didn't finalist, we didn't win, but you know what, we had a really great time. And, yes. that, and we made a lot of friends, a lot of friends through the, the challenge. And, you know, that's one of the important things I think is, is networking and, and meeting new people, you know, meeting new people and just having a good time. Yes. I agree. Definitely. We, the more you network with these peoples and, 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 and industry professionals too, the more opportunities are going to open up. Absolutely. When and I, when I worked on this radio show, started working on this before I did, it took the simple idea of meeting the former um, director of ACB radio and, um, you know, getting him to put me on the air was by doing a little audition show, meeting him at the convention, ACB convention in Reno, and then just uh, putting together your audition show and then putting together a few more shows then getting a regular time slot, which I've had to this day for um, about uh, almost nine years now. Wow. wow that's that's awesome. great. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. We, the reason, part of the reason we do is for, you know, the Easter seal challenge was to, to get exposure to film because that's what we want to do with our lives. We want to be filmmakers, you know, and continue our art and stuff locally and probably even push it out, you know, nationally so we can get gathering people from outside the state and stuff and, and get to know more people. But the reason, the other half of the reason was because we're, we're heavy advocates, I guess you could say to the, disabled and most especially the blind community we've done a lot of stuff with different organizations within the state over the many many years through um acb through mab which is the montana association for the blind um we've done stuff uh just all over the place and trying to you know push and advocate for more accessibility more interest in things that you know most people wouldn't think uh, blind people should be getting interested in so we can, you know, make it more open and available to people like us because we are those people and we want people our age and our next generation and the generation after that to be able to access these things in the future. So we, we support being able to open those doors and, you know, start something, you know, really important. And it's so easy to start these sort of adventures a lot easier these days, as I said, compared to what it was 20 something years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Where, where did you both go to school? I went public school in... to, get, to, get, to get to get trained to do this. Did you get any special training education? Oh. Um, I, I went to college. I did. I got an AA and a BA myself, um, two different colleges. Uh, Montana uh, College of Technology here in state, and then Evergreen uh, State College in Washington. Uh, so it was where I got my BA. So Washington uh, State. Yeah. Okay. I also clarify that. Uh, I also did training at the College of Technology for a while. Uh, um, Chandra and I were both part of a group called Thesperados, which was a local theater group. And uh, then we did, well, I went to Evergreen State College myself in Washington as well. Um, but even before that, I was doing this kind of stuff while in high school. Same. Um, I was at a deaf and blind school and there wasn't a whole lot of arts. And so I started a variety performing group called VIP, Visually Impaired Performers. 
yeah, I thought it was a lot more clever than it probably was. And we just did little skits and music and just all sorts of stuff like that. When you uh, memor when you had to memorize lines, how did you get your scripts? Did you get them via Braille or large print? I'd say both, I think. Um, Mostly, I think, in your case, large print. Uh, well, it used to be large print. My eye disease is more degenerative, so it started out being large print. Um, I do a little bit of Braille, but I wasn't that fast at it. So a lot of it's audio memory and such for bigger scripts. As for the film challenge, that one we wrote our own script. And I love writing because I can memorize while I'm creating. And it saves a step. Yep. You must have a keen for that memorization then. Oh, she's got a memory like, an, as they say, like an elephant. <laughs> she's got a lot of memory. She She's really amazing at, at being able to remember stuff. She helps me remember most things. So, <laughs> How did you both become blind? How did uh, that start? We were both born with our some of our visual impairment. I was born with aniridia, and that means I have no iris in my eye, and it means I, I have... I, I can only see up close. And so I, I've had that since I was born. It's genetic, basically. So, um, but I've learned to manage with it quite well um, over the years. I mean, when you're born with a, with a, a degenerative type of eye, eye condition, um, it, it makes it a lot easier to acclimate to your surroundings, I think, in a lot of cases. For me, it was... I think it wanted to try and be aniridia at first, but I had cataracts from birth, which then turned to detached retinas. And to shorten the story, let's just say an entire textbook of uh, eye conditions followed. <laughs> yeah, I've got retinopathy of prematurity and I have one good eye and one bad eye. And I've got a small cataract in my right eye too, but they don't want to touch it yet because of my past eye history. If it gets worse, that's when they would do something about it. Yeah, I feel you there. I have cataracts too, and they won't touch them until they, they quote unquote, ripen. So, <laughs> or, if you, or if you just can't read anything anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I totally get it. I have cataracts too as part of my uh, aniridia. So it, it sucks. But, you know, you work around it when you can. <laughs> All right. Back to filmmaking. Enough vision stuff now. <laughs> Jennifer and Shay Shay, what's up in the future for both of you in your filmmaking careers? Um, we're actually trying really hard to uh, personally work on a business uh, to create a production company business right here in Montana locally uh, called Cryo Dragon Productions. And we're, we're looking to uh, try and hire visually impaired and or disabled people as the majority of the uh, talent and behind the scenes stuff and just open up these jobs to people who are disabled who would like to pursue this area because not a lot of other people do hire them often yeah so. we're gonna have to do another show about this one and basically basically give an audio job posting here <laughs> yeah, absolutely we love it <laughs> Because, yeah, uh, that's part of our thing. And and actually, today, we were just sitting down at uh, Barnes & Noble and talking about projects we'd love to be able to attempt to do. Um, and they're, they're lofty goals, but you know what? You have to have something to start with. 
And so we, we've been coming up with ideas for, you know, short film projects, you know, episodial type projects, even feature film type projects that we'd love to be able to do um, in the near uh, future, hopefully, you know. All right, ladies, where can our listeners check out your movie? Um, they can go for the Easter Seals thing. They can go to Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge and they can look up a uh, service, a documentary. They could also just try uh, putting in the search service, a documentary if they want to. It may come up through that. But Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge's uh, YouTube page is the best place to uh, try and access it from. So you can yeah. also look it up on YouTube straight up with service, a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I already got the YouTube link. It's going to go on speakingoutforthebline.weebly.com so our listeners can just click on the link and watch it and listen yeah, to it. Please Can't forget to listen. Please 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 watch, you know, like, comment. We'd love to hear any feedback um about the film, you know. It's it's very very important to us, you know, cuz we want to know what you think. Yes. <laughs> It's a good film. You get to see a blind motorcyclist. Absolutely. Well, they're not driving the motorcycle. <laughs> but you get to see them on a motorcycle, and it looks pretty cool. Motorcycle, <laughs> chain, it's great. That kind of takes me back to that ABC Saturday morning cartoon special, The Mouse and the Motorcycle. Oh, yes. Back. Oh, that's old. Wow. That's oh, old. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was around my time. All right. Jennifer and Shay Shay. I think you both are working very hard to represent the disabled throughout the TV and movie worlds in ways that have just never been done before. Thanks so well, much for both for, for joining us today. You know what? You know who's who has really inspired us? And I'm Ooh. gonna go back to this, Marilee Talkington. If it wasn't for her, honestly, we would not have had the chance to make this film. Absolutely. So So I will I will do a plug and say if you are actually interested in acting at a professional level or even just more as a hobby, look up Access Acting Academy. And, all right. We'll uh, yeah, put that address up there as well on the site. Well, ladies, thanks so much for joining us today. This was fun. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank for you for having, having us. us. It was it's, it's been, been great. Yeah, absolutely. Before we go, <laughs> listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. In my show archive, visit acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. You may also access the podcast feed at speaking-out-for-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, 
please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. That's 518-906-1820. Introducing Sunday Edition with Anthony, a weekly magazine show featuring the movers and shakers of our beloved organization, topics and news that affect us all, some great roundtable discussions, and of course, a lot of fun. So join me every Sunday at 1 p.m. on ACB Radio Mainstream for Sunday Edition. California, Florida, Iowa, Texas, guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. Connecting the blind community around the world. This is ACB Radio. 